One of the difficult parts of our faith, if you're in it for a long time, and I'm going back to growing up in church, going to Christian school from eighth grade till I graduated, going to Christian college, being a part of various different churches, all of that, one of the difficult parts is being close to other professing believers and then coming to a point where they suddenly profess that I don't really believe all that and watching them walk away. And so many things go through your head. Now, by the way, if you're, if you're careful in your friendships, it won't happen all that much. Most of the time, or maybe many times, it'll happen from a distance. You know, I don't really know that guy, but man, I thought, he was, I thought he was in it. I thought he was wrapped up in God like I was, and now he claims he doesn't even believe the Bible. But you see people that you're close to, you know, you sat by them, you sat in front of them, sat behind them, and um, just all of a sudden, they claim, ah, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know if I really believe that. Or, And here's always my thought when it happens, and, and as I said, it, this goes all the way back to being in church as a boy, even in a little country church like the one I grew up in, now and again, there'd be somebody who would just, you know, say, ah, I don't, I'm, not, uh, I'm not so sure about this anymore. One of, the, my, one of my first reactions is, first of all, I could never walk away from God. God was so, or is, so real to me. And His word is so powerful, and the things of God are so, I mean, they just captivate me. I can't even imagine walking away from them. So here's what it boils down to. It boils down to God, apparently, in this scenario, that if, if you're going to live for the Lord for the rest of your life, you're going to see it happen again and again. If you have lived for the Lord, for your life, the vast majority of your fellow believers are going to live for the Lord beside you. But every now and then, there's going to be somebody that you just thought that they were as wrapped up in it as you were, wrapped up not in it, wrapped up in the Lord as you are, and then all of a sudden they somehow lose interest. And what it comes down to is this. When someone walks away from God, and especially when they suddenly profess, I don't even believe the Bible anymore. I'm not sure I ever did believe the Bible. What it boils down to is God was real to you, but somehow or another he was not real to them. If God is not real to you, ladies and gentlemen, it's your fault. Let me show you what I mean. 
We all are in this phenomenon. I left my phone over there, so I'm going to go with this instead. That sort of looks like the, my first phone right there. My first phone was blue, but it looked same. Didn't it look like that? Anyway, back in the 90s, when I was state-of-the-art, had a cutting-edge phone. My phone, my first phone, the, the faceplate could come off, and uh, the one, was, one was blue and one was silver. So I could have a blue phone today, change, whoops, change that faceplate and put a different one on and have a silver phone tomorrow. But anyway, but it looked very similar to that. Um, but we've all been there, right, since we live with these stupid things. And uh, where we're just talking away, and uh, you're saying, yeah, I went down there yesterday. And I said, hello, hello, can you hear me? Can't? What's the last thing you heard me say? Oh, okay. All right. All right. So anyway, I, I saw him just the other day. And, and Hello? Hello? I mean, drive you out of your mind. Literally, I mean, I just, when, when I've done it about twice, I just hang up until we can figure out how we can connect. Because I don't want to sit there all day long with the, you know, can you hear me? Hello? 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 Oh, drive me nuts. Anyway, and drives you nuts too. Here's the thing. One of the difficulties there is you don't, is it my phone or is it theirs? Am I the one who's not getting service or is it God who's not getting, or I'm sorry, is it them who's not getting service? Here's, here's why I said that, because my point is when you're not connecting with God, it's, the problem is always on your end. It's never because God is not paying attention or because he's asleep or because he went on vacation God is always able to make the connection. When he's not real to you, it's that you're doing something wrong. You're, something is blocking on your end. One of my great desires and burdens and goals in being your pastor and your spiritual coach, if you will, is to encourage you to make God real to you. Now, I can't make God real to you. That's your choice. You've got to do the work. But if God's not real to you tonight, I'm talking about, wait, wait, let me stop. I'm not talking about, I don't know if there is a God. I'm talking about where you experience his presence in your life. Where you go to prayer and you know you are in the presence of God. You say, Pastor, frankly, I've never experienced that. I'm going to tell you tonight why God isn't real to you. If that's true, why he's not real to you. It's, again, the problem is on your end. It's not on God's end. Why God isn't real to you. And we're going to do so from Psalm 27, verse number 4. Can I tell you something? David, who slew Goliath. David, who became the king of Israel. A legacy that is still common knowledge around the world to this day. To this day. 3,000 years after David lived. The people around the world still know who he is. Think, think about this. The, the things... You know, there are certain things that when I say them as fact because the Bible states them as fact and, and your skepticism might say 
Well, yeah, but I mean, you believe that, and the Bible says that, but we don't know it's true. Okay, I don't buy your line of thinking there, but there are other things that are just undeniable facts. They're not matters of faith. They are fact. And here is a fact, undeniable, that people around the world know about David and Goliath. If you want to say, yeah, but we don't know what happened, okay, I, I do. But if you don't believe that, okay. But people around the world know about David and Goliath. They know that a teenage boy, about five and a half feet tall, brought down a veteran warrior who was about nine feet tall with a slingshot. People around the world know that. People around the world, 3,000 years after David lived, they know about King David. They know that that blue star on the flag of Israel is the star of David. So we can, if you're a skeptic, and I don't know that there are any skeptics in the room, but I, I, sometimes I, we need to address the, uh, the uh, hypothetical skeptic just to get a strong view here. If the skeptic says, we don't know if what the Bible says is okay, but he can't deny that people around the world know David and Goliath. And people around the world know the star of David, the legacy of David. Okay, all that said, can I point this out to you? You and I, we know, we know David. We, we feel like we've met him before. If you've been saved a while, reading the Psalms and reading about his life, you feel like you met him. Can I remind you that David never saw God any more than you've seen God? I don't believe, now, we can debate this, I don't believe God ever spoke audibly to David. He spoke through prophets, and he spoke in his heart. But I don't believe David ever audibly heard the voice of God. Now, I totally said that off the top of my head, and maybe there's some specific passage that I, in, in my haste that I'm overlooking. But I know this, David never saw the Lord with his eyes any more than you and I have. And yet David undeniably knew God for himself. And listen to what David said. These are David's words under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. So I want to give you quickly from that verse why God isn't real to you if he's not. And if he is, how he can be more real to you. First of all, if God isn't real to you, it's because you don't want to know him. You don't want for him to be real to you. I don't mean that you consciously Say, I don't want God to be real. I mean that you don't want it badly enough. David said, one thing have I desired of the Lord. Here's what a lot of us would say. One of the things 
that I desire of the Lord. You know why Solomon was the wisest man in the world? Because Solomon said, the one thing that I want at the expense of all others is I want wisdom. And the reason David knew God and God was real to him is because David said, one thing have I desired of the Lord. One thing. Not one of the things. See, a lot of of us, we want God to be on our list of things, but there's a lot of other things on our list, and a lot of those things are ahead of God. What is wrong with this pop culture Christianity, or as the preacher said yesterday, progressive uh, Christianity, there's all kinds of names for it. I like the one the preacher said on the video a few, few weeks ago, the Jesus party. One thing that's, that's wrong with so much of it is that it is people who want some God spice in their life. So that they say, hey, God, you have to bless me because I got the God spice in my life. But they don't want God to be everything. God will not be real to you until you say one thing of I desire to the Lord. That I may dwell in the presence of the Lord and the rest of what David said here. So one reason God's not real to you is because you don't want him to be badly enough. I remember a time when I was a teenager, and I can't say that this has been true every day of my life, but it definitely was true at at times, and I can specifically remember a time when I was a teenager when I believed and felt and said, Lord, what else is there to live for every day but then to know you? What other enjoyment is there? What other pleasure is there? What other purpose is there? And it burned in my heart that if I can't know God, I don't want to live. One thing have I desired of the Lord. Have you ever been there? Have you ever even visited that way of thinking? God isn't real to you if you don't want it to be. Next, I want you to notice this. God isn't real to you if you don't seek him. He said, one thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. Seeking God is an action. It is taking action. Have you ever gone alone with God? There is, we, we live in such a wonderful, beautiful place that there is there are plenty of places for you to take a walk alone with God. If you want to, and I give everybody my permission, and, and by the way, uh, well, I, I better go, um, but I, I was about to tell a story that didn't matter. So, uh, but I give everybody permission right now. If, if you want to come here and go for a walk in those woods, you say, I don't have any place to walk with God. Come here, walk with God in the woods. Now, you know, there is a prison right up there. We've never had an escapee, but just be aware that it's there. And there are animals in those woods. So i uh, just tell you to take caution. Uh, I've never been attacked. I've never been on the run from an animal. But, uh, there, you know, we do see deer and turkey out here, and we hear coyotes at night. But like I said, you're free to walk in the woods anytime you want to. No, we've never been in any kind of danger here. But you're free to come here. You, you may have places near your house 
Some of the sweetest times I've ever had with the Lord has been walking along with him in the woods, praying, talking to God, seeking him. Lord, show me who you are. That's what it means to seek the Lord. Lord, show me who you are. I don't want to believe you because pastor says you're real. I don't want to believe you because my parents say you're real. I don't want to believe you because my friends say you're real. I want you to show me that you're real. Show me who you are. Lord, I believe you. It's, it'd be ridiculous to not believe in you with all the facts that we have around us. But I want you to be real in my heart. I want to know you. I want you to be real to me. I want you to be my personal God. That's seeking the Lord right there. But not for 30 seconds. Every day. Seeking the Lord. Why isn't God real to you? Because you don't want him to be. Because you don't seek him. But then keep reading. It says that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days. of. I want you to notice all the days of my life. Now, the house of the Lord there, of course, in the Old Testament, that meant the temple. In the New Testament, as I showed you this morning from the scriptures, uh, applies to the, to the church. But right here, I don't think it's talking about either one. I think he's talking about God's presence in his own throne room in heaven. It's talking to me, I believe, it's talking about the presence of God. And he said that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. When you hear all the days of my life, my mind right away goes to length of life. But it doesn't say that. It says all the days. That's today, that's tomorrow, that's Tuesday and Wednesday, and on and on. Third reason, if God's not real to you like he was to David, it's because we don't take the time to be in his presence every day. We're not going to be in God's presence while we're online, while we're watching TV, while we're binging something on Netflix while we're talking on the phone or texting. You have to put everything else aside to go into God's presence. It requires taking time. And I would recommend to you getting on your knees at least once a day. You don't have to be on your knees every time you pray, but I would, I would recommend to you at least once a day get on your knees before the Lord. If God isn't real to you, one reason is because you don't take time to be in, the pres in his presence every day. And then I want you to notice next, to behold the beauty of the Lord. Do you know what beholding the beauty of the Lord is in one word? Worship. Worship isn't just something we do when we come together. Worship is, I think, primarily a personal thing where you go into God's presence and you behold the beauty of the Lord. I love to worship the Lord in nature. I love to find places I've never seen before and just go and sit there before the Lord. I, there's something to me about the sound of, of running water, like in a, a creek or a, a river, that just, Psalm 29 said, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. And, and I, I love to hear the voice of the Lord in my heart as I listen to the sounds of nature. To behold the beauty of the Lord. Worship the Lord. Tell him how awesome he is. Worship him as your creator. Worship him as the God of the universe, the creator and the sustainer. Whoops. No harm done there. Would you click that off real quick? 
you don't worship him. Why God isn't real to you, number five, to inquire in his temple. Number five, you don't communicate with him. You don't, you don't talk to the Lord directly. God, I'll just be transparent with you. It's so easy to stand up here and pray publicly and not even be conscious of the fact that you're talking to the Lord. Prayer is just a speech that you make. Oh, it's time to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, and in your heart, you weren't talking to God any more than you've got to be conscious that you're communicating with him. Draw nigh to God. Be aware that you're talking to him. If God isn't real to you, it's not God's doing, it's your doing. God was real to David. If he's not real to you like he was to David, it's not because David saw him and you didn't. It's because David had some things going on in his relationship with God that you and I don't have going on if he's not real to us. First of all, he wanted God to be real to him, and we really don't. He sought the Lord, and we don't. He took time to be in his presence every day. Let me say a word about that quickly, very quickly. I've had places in my life that I set aside, this is where I'm going to meet the Lord. This is the place, and this is the time. And I can just testify to you before God, you can believe me or not, that when that time came and I went to that place and I set foot in that spot, I knew that I was in God's presence as much as if I could see him. I knew I was in the presence of God. If God's not real to you, it's because one reason you don't take time to be in his presence every day or you don't worship him and you don't communicate with him. I pray that you ponder those things.